Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back. National Football Show, Big Sills. Hope everyone had a spectacular Super Bowl Sunday. A great football week. You know, it's funny. Everybody's now telling me, you know, we're now in the part of the football season. Where, you know, things kind of go a little bit quiet. No, I think this is going to be one of the most anticipated off seasons the NFL has had in a long time because of what we've seen over the last couple of years. When it comes to quarterback movement, when it comes to player movement, when it comes to coaches potentially being fired or hired, plus the storylines, spectacular stuff, spectacular stuff, plus the sports world was front and center in Los Angeles on Sunday. By the way, I say this to you guys all the time. Please hit the like button. You have made our show. And by the way, thank you so much for all the emails and all of the tweets that I got over at Dan Celio Show. You know, we were off that week, and we gave everybody a chance to sit there and watch the game in peace. And then here we are on this Thursday here. We're going to get to the game here in a second. 116 million people viewed the game. 116 million. Unbelievable. 23-20 Rams. As I said and previewed, Xander gave me a bunch of shit about this too. I I said, look, Rams are going to make a play late. They'll win the game late. But it's going to be a close one, and it was 23-20. It's kind of how we saw the game play itself out. Was that the Rams at home? I mean, come on, dude. You got to win that game at home. You got to win those home games and those home playoff games, Aaron Rodgers. You got to win those games at home. And Matthew Stafford has. By the way, we'll get into the conversation. How can a dude that's 86 and 98 or whatever the hell it is be a Hall of Famer? One Pro Bowl. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's had a Hall of Fame moment. We're going to get to all of that here, okay? I thought it was a hell of a Super Bowl. I thought it was awesome. By the way, all of you guys jumping in here, talking up Sports Philly, I missed you guys a lot, man. Kyle, thank you so much. Hungry Python, all good. In case you're new to the program, what we do is we have all of our content. You guys bring it. I got a lot of Eagle content and some Dolphin content I want to get to. But before we do that, the other big news was obviously that there was a trade in the NBA. And James Harden's now in Philly, and Ben Simmons is now in Brooklyn. Guys, you don't really think either of those situations are going to work, do you? You really don't think that. James Harden quit in Oklahoma City. He quit in Houston. He quit in Brooklyn. He'll quit on you. Oh, that's right. But because Joel Embiid's there, he's going to play his ass off. Dude, you were playing with arguably the greatest player on the planet and Kevin Durant. You couldn't make that work. You see, you got to remember something about Durant, too. He's not a leader. 
he'll always be that extra dude or that second guy. That was played out, and it's playing out now at Golden State. Steph Curry's the guy. That Golden State Warrior team, the leader is and will always be the face of that franchise will be Steph Curry. KD wanted his own kingdom and his own moat. I think he's finding it a little bit harder to be a LeBron James. Let me show you something here. Shaq leaving Orlando, going to Los Angeles, that worked. Shaq leaving L.A. and going to Miami, that worked. Shaq took the magic to an NBA Finals, got swept by the Rockets, and Elijah won still. LeBron James went to Miami, that worked. Went back to Cleveland, that worked. Went to Los Angeles, that worked. James Harden has never had a place work for him. He's never had a place work for him. He will always be a Robin. And he'll always quit on you. There's certain guys. You know the praising that we gave Jalen Hurts for not quitting when he got benched in Alabama, went to Oklahoma, Took that team and put it in the semifinals. That's character. That's an intangible. You can't coach that. That's something you have in you. It's an innate sense you have on being a leader. James Harden's no leader. He's a complainer. Oh, but it's going to work because Joel Embiid's there. Oh, you're going to get the best James Harden you can get right now. But character eventually steps up. And character is usually something that's exposed right away. You see it, especially in adversity. Everything's, and everybody's great when it's front-running. You'll see. You quit once, you'll always quit. That's something that's in you. You see, it's funny. Howard Schnellenberger showed me this a long time ago. You know why those guys used to train us? till we couldn't breathe anymore or we were going to faint. You know why he did that? Because he used to tell us this, guys, we're not training your bodies. We're training your mind because your mind will quit before your body will. Have you ever gone to complete exhaustion where you just completely fell over and passed out? That is 100% effort. Most people have never been to that point, that tipping point where your body just gives out. Because the mind quits. That's why coaches pound it into you. Train you hard. Repetition over and over and over again. Just some guys that quit. Harden's a quitter. All right. Let's roll into this topic here. Guys, there's a lot of noise going around the Philadelphia Eagles right now on what they're going to do in this coming offseason here. March 1 is the start of free agency. I want to ask you something of what we've seen with the last two Super Bowls. The last two Super Bowls, the models have been this. Buccaneers go out and get a franchise quarterback and Tom Brady delivers a Super Bowl championship. The, the Rams trade with the Lions. Matthew Stafford, they go out. They make plays for like Von Miller. They sign Odell Beckham Jr., they bring in all these free agents. They have no draft. I can't think the next time the Rams have a first-round draft choice. 
Should the Eagles and Howie Roseman, the general manager of the Eagles, take the Rams' model of free agency overdraft to build this team? How should the Eagles be built? Are you confident enough in the draft choices to develop into being a star team? Or is that old model where teams were built through the draft, is that something that is now old news? And the new model for building championship football teams is through free agency. What should the Eagles do? I thought about this when I was watching the Rams and all these players. By the way, when you do that, your chips are all in. You're almost like the George Steinbrenner model, right? Think about this for a second here. Steinbrenner, yes, he had guys like Posada. He had guys that were like Jeter, and he had Andy Pettit. He had Bernie Williams, all them dudes that were on the farm system. But what did he do also? He brought in Roger Clements. He brought in David Cohn. He brought in Scott Brocious. He brought in all of those players, the Gary Sheffields of the world. And he surrounded those players with veteran guys. How do you build this team? Is the draft the old way? Or is free agency the new way? I say that's an old model, man. I say with today's knee-jerk reaction society, and especially the owners. Look at the owner in Miami. This guy just fired a coach that had two consecutive winning seasons. But it wasn't enough. And now the new guy has to sit there and take a knee to the owner because the owner wants two would have make it. So the new guy's got to go. This guy, man, is he's the future of the Miami Dolphins, too. And you're like, no, he's not, and you know it. But you're going to have to eat that because if you didn't do that, you would never have gotten the job. You, he's on the same track, in my opinion, that you see the coach in New York is on with the Giants. Got to sit there and you got to take a knee to Daniel Jones for a year before you come to your senses. He sucks. Big Chris says, both really. Big Bird says you need a healthy balance of draft picks and free agency to hit. Why? The Rams don't. Now, you could fire right back at me and say, Sills. They did draft Aaron Donald, okay? That's a pretty good centerpiece, okay? You know, you, you, you can sit there and go like this to me, Sills. You know, Cup, Donald, these are all Rams picks. Cooper Cup is nobody without Matthew Stafford, though. He's nobody. Ask Jared Goff that. You don't have a signal caller on your football team Cooper Cup is, I don't know, Edelman, Amendola? I don't know. Who? Pick a guy. He's a dude. But because Stafford has a Hall of Fame arm and was just on a shitty franchise, now you see Hall of Fame results. 
Kyle says Howie doesn't like trading first-round picks. He's building for the future. Dude, whose future? Another coach's future? Birdman says, big sills. You want crack? <laughs> no. He had, wait a minute. Yeah, he had 2,000 yards because he had a Hall of Fame quarterback. He had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Cooper Cup is the MVP of the Super Bowl because of Matthew Stafford. He's got to rely on the quarterback to get him the ball. What? So wait a minute. You think Jalen Hurts would have been the same thing in Los Angeles? You think these quarterbacks are just plug and play? You're crazy. You're crazy. That's why a lot of these free agents today, they're not going to go to places without an arm. If I'm a wide receiver, why would I go to some place? Unless I'm chasing a bag of money. Unless I'm chasing a bag of money, man. Lawrence says, stop it. Cooper Cup will kill on the Chiefs. Yeah, he's Patrick Mahomes. Are you fucking crazy? Matthew Stafford and Patrick Mahomes? You put Cooper Cup in Tennessee's offense, he ain't getting 2,000 yards, Junior. Absolutely no way. You put Cooper Cup on the Eagles, he has Devontae Smith's numbers. Are you nuts? You got a quarterback in Philly who can't find a single coverage, but he's going to find Cooper Cup in a last-minute drive to win a Super Bowl. Absolutely no way. It never happened. I'm here to help you guys out. Whoever thinks that needs to put the remote down right now when it comes to not understanding football and go to the NFL Network and watch some more football. Cooper Cup doesn't come to the Giants and have 2,000 yards because he's Cooper Cup. The wide receiver position is the most overrated position when you don't have a guy getting him the ball. I could have Jerry Rice on my football team. But instead of Joe Montana, I got Joe Blow as my quarterback. Jerry Rice doesn't get the ball. And we never see how great he is. It's the most reliant position in the huddle. Snap's got to be right. Quarterback's got to be able to find single coverage, double coverage, being able to go through progressions. Then he's got to be accurate getting him the ball. At least a running back. Your quarterback turns around and hands it, and you're hoping they block and get a hole for him. Give me a break. Big Chris says, I don't want Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster's a two or three, man. A football team doesn't need another two or three like that. They need somebody who's going to block in the run game. Yeah, Chris, right. Ask Des Bryant about not getting the football when they had some of them shitty quarterbacks. Big Sills fell in love with Matthew Stafford. No, he's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. He has a Hall of Fame arm. You, you didn't hear me correctly, Lawrence. No. He had a Hall of Fame arm, and he has a Hall of Fame arm. They never had a running game, nor an organization in Detroit. Are you trying to tell me you think Detroit and the Rams are the same organization with Les Seed and Kevin Demoff versus the Lions? Okay, well, I'll disagree with you on that one, too. Dan says, Rogers staying Green Bay. Wilson got to have so many opportunities and options. He's not coming. 
here. You don't know that, man. Who's telling you that? Other agents leaking out that Russell will. Why in the, figure this out, guys. Watch this. How many people think, Xander just said this to me. By the way, Gary Cobb from Fox 29, bottom of the hour, will be with us. Let me ask you something here. If you're trying to sell a car or you're trying to sell your house, do you publicly go out? Because this is what Xander even said to me. You know, some of his people, you know, are saying they'll never come to Philly. So some of his people would diminish the market that they're trying to create a market for him to get max dollars. Oh, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Well, how many places are you going to? I got two. What kind of market is that? That's not a marketplace. Why do you think Tom Brady got the same contract that Ryan Tannehill got when he went to the Bucs initially? One, the Bucs weren't completely sold that he was out of gas or wasn't. Then they saw and they went, whoa, this guy still got everything here. He signed a $30 million deal, the same money that Tannehill had. Because there was only two teams that offered him a legitimate contract in the Chargers and the Buccaneers. If you're Russell Wilson, are you really doing this? Uh, I'm not going to Philly. Not going to Chicago either. Um, I'm not going to Houston either. Uh, I'm not going to New Orleans either. That's 40 to 1. I'm going to Philly. I'm not going. Why would you do that? So you're taking your house. And you're putting it out there for less people to buy. You don't have a marketplace then. That was the stupid move that the Eagles did a year ago with Carson Wentz. Well, we're going to have an open competition. You just basically said you got a second-round quarterback when you said that. Instead of doing this, hey, he's our guy, man. A little disappointed how the season ended. A lot of disappointing things the way it went down. But... What we're going to do is we're, we're going to evaluate everything this offseason. You could have bullshitted people left and right in this. Okay, you could, but no. That's why they had to put that conditional pick on Indy. Thank God it paid off. And get this, now Indy's looking at it going, oh, Carson Wentz, man. They may be moving off his ass too. But what's Indianapolis's options? A fantasy conversation with Aaron Rodgers? Come on now. NJ Fishing Maniac. I don't want Jimmy G, Russell, or Rodgers. Jesus Christ. Listen to what that guy just said. I wouldn't want Jimmy G, Russell Wilson, or Aaron Rodgers. I want to keep the guy I have. Man, dude. You're not looking to making your football team better then. That guy's not going to win you a Super Bowl. That guy is not going to win. Jalen Hurts is not going to win you a Super Bowl. And you know what? I'm not going to have these quantitative comments any longer. Well, I really like the guy. You know, he's really, that's soft. That's soft. Excuse me for being in California too long, but I'm not doing that shit anymore. We all know what Jalen means to people and what kind of guy he is. I don't have to be his publicist here. Okay? I don't have to be a family member. It's not what we're talking about. Don't take it personal. It's got nothing to do with personal here. 
Hurts is not weak. Jalen's a fighter. He's a fighter. I'm good saying that. Okay? I'm good saying that. Oh, Cole, why would I waste the draft choice on the garbage coming out in the draft on quarterback? Maybe I get lucky. Sure, okay, the kid from Nevada, maybe. Okay? He kind of looks like Roethlisberger a little bit. Big arm, can't move. They said the same things about Roethlisberger when he came out of Miami of Ohio. Intangibles. What? So watch this. Aaron Rodgers is an asshole. He's hard to get along with. And he's just won his fourth MVP. I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to tolerate that guy's behavior. Because I'm a coach. And I'm trying to win. And it's up to me to make it fit. It's not up to the player. See, that was always the Eagles' problem with T.O. You didn't know how to handle him. Including the fans. You didn't know how to handle him. So what? He's a baby. And? You can't look over that? Yeah, but, Sills, we don't want to wet. Nobody said you had to wet nurse him. But when you know a guy acts like that, what was the thing that made you think you were going to try to change his personality? What, because he came to Philly? (laughs) And so that little rift happened. And, by the way, McNabb didn't handle it right either. Sticking up for Westbrook, getting the money. And then when Owens' contract came up, he didn't. That wasn't handled well. Okay? It wasn't. And the reason it wasn't handled well, because McNabb didn't like the fact that T.O. was more popular in Philly than he was. That's what that thing came down to. It was personal egos. Okay, so... Dave says it comes down to whether the Eagles believe they have a Super Bowl roster. Okay? Do you think that... Hang on for a second, Dave. If I take Joe Burrow off that Bengals roster, is that a Super Bowl roster? If I put Joe Burrow on the Eagles, let's answer Dave's question. Hey, Xander, put Dave's question up. I think it's a pretty good one. Dave says it comes down to whether the Eagles believe they have a Super Bowl roster right now to mortgage a huge part of their future. Dave, I'll ask you one more time. So you think if Joe Burrow, who was demolished in the Super Bowl because of a poor asshole line and was sacked seven times, didn't have the best O-line in football, he wouldn't have won that game? Joe Burrow would have won the Super Bowl if he had the Eagles' whole line. You're out of your mind. Joe Burrow would have won the Super Bowl if you changed helmets. Okay? He was sacked seven times, sprained MCL. Do you know between the Titans game and between the Rams game, He was sacked 16 times. 16 times. He was sacked 70 times this year. If Joe Burrow has a halfway, how about this one? I'll even make this point to you. If the the Lions and the Bengals had traded draft choices and they put Panay Sewell on the team, they may have won Sunday. 
They may have won Sunday. That one draft choice. I know Jamar was great. Didn't help in Super Bowl Sunday. They needed an O-lineman. They needed help in the O-line. If I'm the Bengals, I don't draft anything other than guards, centers, and tackles. And I'm talking offensive guys. (laughs) I need to keep that guy upright, man. He almost had a second catastrophic injury in two years. You're Cincinnati. Your number one objective is to protect that guy, not find him more receivers and build the team from the perimeter. No way. Hey, we got to take a timeout. Guys, I love you're here. Thank you so much. We're going to get to all your thoughts. Gary Cobb's going to join us, okay? Hit the like button. Thank you so much. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. guys you guys have been great so far thank you so much again we're picking up right from the end of super bowl 56 we'll work into free agency as we get closer march first will be the start of free agency but i want to throw this out there before i get to g Cobb here um 116 million americans watch the super bowl right 
huge number, massive number. Do you know what the second biggest market was? Cincinnati, obviously, number one. Do you know what the second biggest market was? Detroit. Do you know where Los Angeles was? 12th. The city of LA doesn't even care about the Rams. They're not a top 10 market. Do you know Philadelphia was eighth in television ratings? I didn't know how you guys would look at other teams when it came to Super Bowls, but you guys love football. You guys had a 38 share. A 38 share in Philly. You beat LA. People in LA were like, oh, the Rams are playing? 12th. They're hosting the game. They had a parade. 12th. I was like, damn. One of the most iconic parades of all time will always be the Philly Super Bowl. That was the best. I'm sure G. Cobb remembers that. Gary was in Los Angeles the whole time from Fox 29. Our dear friend Gary Cobb joins us now. And Gary, you had a great time, I'm sure of it, in Los Angeles. But, dude, I'll say this one more time to you. That's a Trojan town, man. That ain't no Rams town. Yeah, they're they're a Trojan town. I mean, if that was a national championship or something like that. But they they just do not. They always have been kind of lukewarm to the Rams. And then, remember, the Rams left for a while. But you could tell that they don't care about the Rams. They they just, there's just not the fervor. There's no love there. Now, of course, they're into the Lakers. They're into the Dodgers. But the Rams... It's, it's not a love. It's, it's not a hug. It, it's like a handshake. You know what I mean? Or really not even a handshake. They're just not into the Rams. I mean, you know, that uh, that parade, you know, if you want to call it a parade. <laughs> I mean, They're like 40 people in the <laughs> Like, where, where the hell is everybody, man? They just, they just didn't have it, you know. Uh, and, and then you got, really, when you think about it, you know, look how many guys came in that, they're, they're most known for playing other places, and they came in there and helped them win that uh, that championship. Now I got to give it to their their uh, their organization because they clearly said we're going to win the doggone championship this year. They went after it and they got it done. And of course, you know the uh, the GM with that shirt he was wearing is uh, <laughs> about yeah, the things. <laughs> so. Yeah, Les Snead, man, he was wearing that shirt about. You know that leads me to this question, Gary. You know, you and I were raised that organizations built teams through the draft. And this yep. year, the Eagles have 11 draft choices, obviously three in the first round here, as we've been talking for the last couple months here. But the Rams and the Buccaneers in the last two Super Bowls have shown us that if you have a core group of guys and you have a few dudes that are on your football team that you're buying into, you could fill the gaps with free agency. Look at what they did. Von Miller, yep. they went out, got another guy on the other side of Donald. They went out, they got OBJ. I mean, they went out, they wanted to upgrade the quarterback position. I mean, Cooper Cup is phenomenal, but Cooper Cup is not Cooper Cup if he has Jared Goff. But it's because he has a Hall of Fame arm in Matthew Stafford, they yep. wanted to upgrade the position and it resulted in a Super Bowl. My question to you is, do you think that the Eagles need to look at the new way of building a team through free agency, or do you think they should stick to their guns and still hold through the draft and try to build this thing through the draft. I, I think they need to look both ways. I think they've got to look at free agency and say, you know, who is out there? Who could we acquire? They got to sit up. You got to put one board where you're saying, okay, we'll build it through the draft. 
You look at the other board and say, hey, what can we do free agency-wise? Can we go after this thing now? I think you got to look at it because if you do get a mature quarterback who's ready to win now, you go for it. You go out, you go after guys who can help you now, and and you and you worry about the future when, when the future gets there. So I think that's a choice you have to make because the Eagles did a lot on the year that they wanted. They did a lot in free agency. A lot of veteran players who were on their last run. That's why so many of them left out of there pretty quickly after that. But they gave them that last run, and there were guys that were seasoned. Because, look, Stafford, some of the plays he made, a young quarterback's not going to make those plays in that game with all that pressure on him. The things he was doing, where he knew where to go with the ball, he was that last drive and everything, come on. Young quarterback's probably not going to, they're not going to get it done. And so to be able to, you know, have a veteran quarterback who's seen nearly everything, for that matter, they wouldn't have beat Tampa Bay without Stafford playing great. I mean, come on. There's no way. I mean, that throw at the end of the game, yeah. your young quarterback's going to get sacked. He's going to panic. All of a sudden, he's looking at a blitz. So it's something I think you gotta, they got to think about. Is that something that's feasible? I mean, it's got to be feasible. I don't know if it's feasible this next year for them to bring in a, a, a veteran quarterback, but that's what they got to be thinking about. How long could it take? Is it reasonable to be able to do it? Because some of the guys they got on the team, I mean, to talk to Jason Kelsey, talk him into coming back. He's coming back to win now. He's not coming to coming back to win three, four years from now. Fletcher Cox, same way. So they got a lot of players who really, they already won one Super Bowl. Are they interested in building a team that's going to be built in four or five years? No, that that's not really why they're playing now. They got to look at the big picture and say, what is what is really possible? What could we really do? Who's out there? You know, who could we acquire? And, you know, they got all those draft picks. And, you know, it's something you got to think about now. You know, somebody, uh, I heard somebody talking about the, about the Eagles and really some of the, you know, key acquisitions, how a lot of times if you do your homework, you acquire guys after their rookie con contract, you go ahead and you go after a guy that's proven he can play and he's still going up, you know, to, to go after guys and be able to, because, the draft, you know, they haven't really, you know, knocked that draft out of the park. Now, a team like Cincinnati, I mean, they they had a great draft. They were up there, but I mean, it wasn't really um, a great move to, to but, draft. But, but to, Gary, to let me let, let me stop you with Cincinnati because that was going to be my example. I'll tell yeah. you this, man. As great as Jamar Chase was, yeah, I'm going to tell you on Sunday if they would have taken the kid from Oregon, Panay Sewell. The offensive yeah. linemen, they mm -hmm. were sacked seven times in that game. I know. He had an MCL injury. He was yeah. sacked another nine times in the Titans game. 16 yeah. sacks between two games, I 70 know. on the season. Gary, yeah. if if Joe Burrow's in Philly with our old line, yeah. they win that game on Sunday. No, no doubt they win that game. No doubt they win that game because they run the ball on him and they get the quarterback time. And Peter had time, man. He sliced them up because he was doing a good job, even with the, being under all that pressure like that. So, 
There's no doubt about it. A good offensive line. You know, since he, to send that kid out there, they really need to throw some handcuffs on somebody for sending that kid out there behind that line. That That's just, I mean, you, you're trying and then to they slide protect. Then they slide protect at the end of the game. Yeah. Center doesn't slide. You're not going to slide protect on Aaron Donald in a three technique where he's one-on-one. -on -one. Are you yeah. out of your mind? He ran around that guy like he was at a turnstile there at Wells Fargo. Are you kidding right. me, man? I was like, come on. You know, they were just flat over mats when it came to blocking those guys. They couldn't block them. They just flat out couldn't block them. And I got to give it to Joe Burrow. This kid's a tough kid. Tough. Because I'd have threw the ball down and said, that's it. I'm out of here, man. Crap. I'm not. How am I going to work behind this line, man? You know, I at least would have been on the sideline. You know, whatever. I would I would have been going off on the sideline. on my, uh, my and, I, and he needs to be going off this offseason. Tell me. We better get an offensive line in here, or I tell you what, I'm not coming to camp. Man, I, I would draft go 10, 10 linemen in my draft if I'm Mike Brown, the owner of the of the Bengals, because you have some. <laughs> that's right. What, 10 picks, 10, 10 linemen. There. Hey, let me throw this at you, too. There's a lot of conversation now about, obviously, the offseason and potential quarterbacks, and there's yeah. a lot of talk circling around Philadelphia that they're going to go after and put push older chips in on a veteran guy. I'll tell you something. There's no question that we've learned something, Gary. I mean, we saw the playoffs, how great they were with all the quarterbacks. Yeah. And we see what happens with one guy, how he could change. The ba The Bengals two years ago won two games. They That's won right. two games. Two, two games. games. Yeah. Two years ago. And one guy changed the entire room. I mean, yep. if you're Howie and those guys, are those draft choices really that valuable to you that much? where you think you're going to spend the next three or four years developing these guys where you could go after maybe some veteran players to fill some gaps and win today. I don't want to win in five years because I don't know what the future holds. I, I tell you, you know, I mean, I, uh, you know, I mean, and I know everybody says, you know, I like Jalen Hurts. I like the kid, you know, yeah, you, you like the kid, but you look at these quarterbacks and you go, this kid's not on that level. It's night and day. Yeah, come on. You know, you know when he, you know when he's getting rid of the ball. I mean, he's taking forever to get rid of the ball. You know, you see can't, those guys can't one, spot two, single. Three, hey, Gary, out. Gary can't spot single. You know what, Gary? That when you and I and Seth Joyner, you guys, you, we, we were all saying the same thing. I can, I can hear it. We're all saying yeah. the same thing at the same time. Single coverage. Troy Aikman was barking. That yeah. was the thing that bugged me. Was that he couldn't see that. That's something that you have – that's something that plagued him when he was at Alabama and why Saban yeah. yanked him. He's not going to get better on that. I, and, you know, the thing about it is, uh, you know, the, the top quarterbacks, they come out there and they're basically running the offense at the line of scrimmage. You know, it's one, two, three, that ball's out, man. Hey, this guy's one-on-one. -on -one. You know, it's it's, it's like um, you're playing a different offense. It's, it's like you're in a different – you know, uh, uh, you know, hemisphere, whatever, a different, you know, something is just where it's not even on the same level. I mean, with all due, due respects to him, you know, you just, you, you see, uh, you know, Stafford, you see, you know, Burrow, the way they're getting that ball out, man. And, and they know where they're going with the football. And, you know, Jalen's just, he's just not on that level. You know, is he ever going to be on that level? 
I don't know. I mean, the, the but you got to be honest and say, well, he's really not on that level. So when you look at the quarterback situation, it's just quarterback, 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 quarterback. That's all. You look at the playoffs. You come out. That's all. When I close my eyes, quarterback, quarterback. That's the whole playoffs. That's what you hear. Quarter. You look at the Super Bowl. Quarterback, quarterback. It's it, you know, it's it's really all you hear, all you could see, in that the guy, people with the marquee quarterbacks are the ones in the dance, and they're the ones smiling at the end of the dance. Because, you know, Stafford took them down there on that drive. He, it was his, you know, and he was working with Cup a lot, but he's getting that ball out of there. One, two, three, bang, that ball's out of there. Some of those throws, that's a seasoned, great quad, a, a, a guy with a great arm, the marquee guys. Hey, hey Gary, I think what you just said, I think that was the difference between golf and Stafford. Yep. And why? McVay yeah. wanted to grade up because, look, golf got him to the Super Bowl. He won a lot of games there with Sean McVay, yeah. but he wasn't the guy to have what you just said, that two-minute drive. Or get this, remember, there was like four minutes on the clock. That's right. And they went 15 plays in that final drive to take that thing home. Golf right. doesn't do that. No way he does that. He's going to make a mistake. He's going to throw a pick. He can't throw that, you know, the – the the uh the the pass that you just go oh how did he get that in there you know Stafford has got a great he just got great arm talent and that's the separator that's the separator you know and really when it came down in these playoffs the people with the with the marquee quarterbacks went on the people with didn't have the quarterback talent they went home let me throw these at you here yeah and with everyone talking there's a lot of talk about these particular players. Who do you think, if we're playing fantasy football here, who do you think would be the person that would fit best for Philadelphia here? Okay. Rodgers, mm -hmm. Jimmy G, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, or potentially Kyler Murray? Well, you know, if you if you go with the veteran guys, you know you you don't have as much time. You got to win now. So you know you look at uh, Kyler Murphy and Deshaun Watson. Uh, I think this team is more geared towards them because I I think they got to. They would have to add a lot, man. They they would have. To Kyler Murray is more like Vic to me than Jalen is. Yeah, he is. He is more like he's more like Vic. Yeah, he's more like Vic. But um, but he's got the arm talent, meaning he can yes. make every throw. Uh, the same thing with Deshaun Watson. He can make every throw. And so it's a matter of you get with those kids and you got to have a, the quarterback and, and the offensive coordinator and the head coach, whatever. They got to be on the same flow. And they got to let him do things that he does best, which is but the guys can make the throws. Now, you got to have people they can throw the ball to. You got to have, you know, you got a tight end. You got one receiver. I don't know. You could say you got you got uh, more than one receiver out there. You know that really is on the level that you need. I to I think get they to. have one. Yeah, they got one. So you got to add pieces. And if you're going to go out there and you're going to get one of those veteran guys, you know you you got four or five years to get it done, and then that's it. So I I think it's going to be very fascinating as to what they do. I don't know which way they're going to go, 
But I can tell you right now, as we're talking, they are doing something right now. You better be there looking into this thing right now because if they're not doing it, they're not doing their job because, you know, you, you got to get the quarterback and, and, and they've got to get that position where they've got a marquee guy in that spot. Now, if they were to look at the draft and say, you know what, we see somebody that's coming out next year. I don't know that you do, you know, that you can do that. But I know they, they got to be sitting talking about, you know, the, the, the marquee guys that are available. Could they get one of those guys? That, that's got to be part of the discussion because the people with those marquee quarterbacks, they're the ones that are winning in the NFL now. Final question for you, Gary. Are you surprised that the noise coming out of Indianapolis is that they'd like to move off of Carson Wentz? Uh, I, I was surprised initially. But he really just lost people in the in, in that Jacksonville game. I mean, how could you not be ready to? He, he lost me play? too, Gary. Gary, he lost. You got to win that game. They had two you got to win that game. You you get embarrassed by Jacksonville. Yeah, you got to win that game. You play horribly. You play horribly in that game. You got an all pro running back. You're handing the ball to all off season. I mean, all all season. You got a good. You got a quality defense, and you don't make the playoffs. I'm sorry, you know. I, I tell you, you know, he he really just, I mean, to unravel like he has, he'll probably get a shot from somebody else, though. There's some uh, bottom feeders that are, that'll take him for, you know, but it, it looks like he's done in Indy. I mean, when yeah, you have I, stuff I, start I, coming out like that, he, he's probably done. Yeah, the owner and the general manager and even Frank Reich not committing to him. Gary, I appreciate he, he definitely it. He had a bad couple years, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, has, gets run, he gets run out of Philly. And then he's looked like he's going to get run out of Indy. Wow. Not good, man. Not, Not good. good. You talk about a nosedive for one's career. There it is on play right there. Wow. Hey, Gary, appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. You got it. Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about Wentz. I mean, dude, he goes from Philly, gets run out of town there, right? Then you have the owner now. In Indianapolis, Jim Irsay and Chris Ballard, the general manager, and now even Frank Reich going, I don't know, you know. But I don't. But what's their options? Garoppolo? Maybe. All right. That leads me to this question now. Who is the best big-time fit in Philly? I asked Gary this. I'll ask you this. Aaron Rodgers. That's if you believe he's leaving Green Bay. Garoppolo, I think Jimmy G is out. By the way, there's some rumors going around. Rodgers to San Francisco. I'll explain it to you. The market for Deshaun Watson is picking up, folks. No one cares about those 22 accusations against them. Not even the NFL cares. Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle. That's becoming very apparent now. And now what's going on with Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray wants out. He doesn't believe that Cliff Kingsbury's the guy in Arizona for him. Who's the best fit? Hit the like button. We'll answer that question next. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. 
or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show, your boy Big Sills. How you doing? Oh, man. Note to the Bengals. Note to the Bengals. You ready? All your draft choices, Mike Brown, better be O-lineman. Better be O-lineman, all right? (laughs) It's just a little note for you. Because you almost got Joe Burrow killed this year. You almost got him killed. If Joe Burrow has the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line, they win the Super Bowl. Case closed, guys. Case closed. They win it. They win the Super Bowl. (laughs) Joey B, how you doing? Hey, Joey B, you got a lot to rock with there, man, in in New York with uh, Brian Dable. Holy cow, man. Okay. <laughs> Chalk it up, Sports Philly. Says I look like a Coke dealer. <laughs> hey, man, five, eight balls for 700. I don't know. <laughs> I saw it on TV, man, so don't get any ideas. I have no idea what you're talking about. Why? Because I, well, because I went to school at the University of Miami and I'm Italian. Okay. 
very, 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 very racist. You people are being very racist right now. Look like a Coke dealer. Why? Because I'm Italian? <laughs> uh, top Gun glasses. No, no, no. I don't have Gardner Minshew glasses. Chest bumping everybody. No, that's not what Big Sills does here. All right, man. Let me get into this here. Oh, yeah. By the way, I still can't get over Los Angeles didn't finish in the top 10 in TV markets for the Super Bowl. What a shitty sports city. And all those people that work in Los Angeles are like this. Look, we have the city of champions. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> Lakers get shitty ratings now because they're a crappy team. Okay. The Rams, nobody showed up to their parade. Did you see those videos where people were showing, um, like, the parade route? There was, like, 30 people there. I'm going, like, that's not exactly what I saw in Philadelphia a couple years ago. Uh, look like it. Chalk it up, sports. I look like a narc. You're calling me Fredo? Is it is. That what you're calling me is Fredo? Okay? Fredo. <laughs> I can promise you farthest from Fredo, guy. Fredo? Oh, Rant's parade, man, was pathetic. I was laughing. I'm like laughing. <laughs> I love you too, brother. It's all good, man. Guys, please hit the like button. Get us all geared back up in action here. By the way, man, we have so many people lined up. I'm not going to. Buried the lead here, but we got a lot of folks that we're going to be having on here during the offseason here, man. Wait till you hear that list, too. Working on The Rock, all that stuff, man. That's right, Lawrence. Italians don't sell Coke. We sell pasta fazool. Thank you. <laughs> Spaghetti? Again, there it is, right? I did like the Soprano commercial during the Super Bowl. Oh, before I get into this topic we talked about with quarterbacks in Philly, what did you make of the Super Bowl halftime show? Here, here, here's what I thought of it first, and I'll tell you what then my wife said. First off, where was Ice Cube? How in the world can you have a rap homage to the city of Los Angeles and not have Ice Cube from NWA or um, MC Ren or any uh, – or Yella, or any of those guys that are still alive. Dr. Dre is also in WA. How do you not have Ice Cube? I was like, and I even text him. I'm like, bro, what's up? You guys got a beef or something? No Ice Cube. That kind of took me. Oh, and by the way, you know Eminem's kneeling? was um, It was orchestrated. He had told the league and the commissioner that he was going to kneel. So was it a true protest or was it orchestrated? I thought it was a good show. I liked it. However, when you started dissecting it, a lot of people were like, you know, we just come off this Brian Flores conversation. This guy's had an opportunity to say something that could have been prolific. And they didn't. But some would turn around and go like this. Don't you think they helped other African-American potential rap bands that may do the Super Bowl in future games. Instead of going out there going motherfucker and this and that and cop killer and all that, don't you think they did a service for potentially other potential rap bands that may want the opportunity to play the Super Bowl? So 
they may take some lashes across their reputation, but in the end, maybe they help out future rappers for them to be able to do potential games. Okay. I'm guaranteeing you that the majority of the NFL fans didn't get it because I told you NFL fan base is middle America in the South. And those ratings show you that. Okay. The ratings, Los Angeles didn't even show up in the top 12 in television ratings for the Super Bowl, and 116 million people watched the game. Okay. Fitty looked like 75 cents. He was bowed, huh, man? Hanging upside down, rocking like he was a bat hanging in there. I was like, what? How about Snoop, man? Prior to going on game time, man, taking a couple drags off the heater, man, huh? Hey, got to get myself ready. I was like, all right, I guess that's your game day preparation. Chalk it up, sports said Fitty looked like a buck 50. Dude, it looked like he had a few too many Happy Meals. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no. Hey, Samuel, I actually watched that show with Snoop and Martha Stewart. I think those two are great together. I think that thing's funny, man. I like that show, man. Drags off a heater. <laughs> you know, Snoop's pregame, man. Some guys take Gatorade. Snoop doesn't have the Haterade. He just takes it off the heat vamp. I done. Ski says, did you see everyone who told everyone wear a mask? Wear oh, I know, man. Everybody, hey, that wasn't a good look. I'll just leave you with this one, though. After that Super Bowl, I got more respect for Dr. Dre than I do Dr. Fauci now, if that makes any sense to you. <laughs> oh, man. Snoop does a million different things. I dig him, man. He's an entrepreneur for sure, man. He surely does. Not bad for a brother his age. Uh, he ain't a young guy anymore, Quest, right? Lawrence, you like it? <laughs> hey, hey, man, Dr. Dre? Dude, if I have problems with COVID, I'm going to him. I ain't going to Fauci anymore. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, man, 4'11". That's what I came out of. I was like, damn. Oh, boy, needs a Tokyo phone book to stand on. Look me up. Get about three of them Tokyo phone books? Man, Kendrick, I don't think the NFL has shoes your size. <laughs> hey, Mary J, man, Quest, she was spectacular. I love her, man. Joey B. Snoop is great, man. Yeah, yeah, but, hey, Eminem was, get this, man, that whole thing was orchestrated and looked stupid a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I know, Kendrick, hey, John, Kendrick looked like a little kid, right? I did dig the commercials, though, man. I thought they were good. But again, of course, because of the Sopranos music, I was like, oh, what's this? Tony's really alive. He's been in witness protection. Oh, wait, no, that's soon to be Carson Wentz. <laughs> Two cities are after him. Hey, Carson Wentz, this is just in, uh, in case you're following the uh, government. Uh, Merrick, uh, uh, Attorney General Garland just said that uh, Carson Wentz is going into witness protection because everybody in Philly and Indianapolis want his ass now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's officially in witness protection. Where's Carson? We don't know. He's somewhere in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. And his name is Carlo Montalbaum. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Hey, Eminem hadn't been relevant in 10 years, though. Maniac. 
Hey, hey, that halftime show made them relevant, man. I enjoyed it, though, man. I thought it was good. I, I like rap music. I like that kind of rap music, too. Yeah, so <laughs> you were drinking more. Great. But Dre, man, people had a problem with Dre. My wife had a problem with Dre. Dre comes off like he's this dude here. But you know what I came off with Dre? Dre had so much influence on every single guy that performed. That was a Jay-Z and uh, Dr. Dre perf uh, performance. They put that together, the two of them. And they handpicked those guys. So Dre had a hand in every one of those person's careers that were on stage at halftime. So it was a good show, man. I, I enjoyed it. And hopefully they get a chance to do something like that again down the line here too. All right. The quarterback that best fits Philadelphia. We got so much to hit on. Tom Brady talking about potentially coming back. March 1 is the trading deadline. Um, make no mistake. By the way, do you see Sean McVay and Aaron Donald were talking retirement? Bunch of stuff to hit on. Kyler Murray wants out of Arizona. Hit the like button. Hour 2, keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
two National Football Show. Guys, please hit the like button. Thank you so much for jumping aboard with us here on this Super Bowl week, getting into free agency. And Sports World, once again, is power-packed here. we got a boatload of stuff to hit on. I've got a topic here for hour number two. I want to get to it here in a second. But I want to, I want to ask you a question here. Hey, guys, don't be prisoners of the moment here, okay? Don't be prisoners of the moment like many media people become. And I'm not saying you have to be, oh, man, get off my lawn guy. Okay? Remember back in the day with Johnny Unitas, he had, like, high tops and, you know, guy never wore a cup, man. He didn't care if he got his nuts cracked. This guy was back in the day. He rode a horse to work. No, that shit. I'm, come on. Don't be prisoners of the moment. Okay? Matthew Stafford, how did he play in the Super Bowl? I thought he was great in that last drive. I thought he made critical throws in that game that won the Super Bowl for them. I actually thought Aaron Donald, okay, I thought Aaron Donald was the MVP. Okay, I did. The topic is how much gel is in your hair. Homeboy, big stills don't wear gel. Okay. This is Big Sills Jr. Always be Big Sills. Hey, done. <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 anyway, Matthew Stafford. He's eighty-six, ninety-five, and one as a starting quarterback with one one Pro Bowl. One Pro Bowl. And people are going like this. Okay, well he's um. Yeah, he's he's a Hall of Famer. I was like, well, let's see that for a minute. So is Joe Flacco a Hall of Famer? Is Jim Plunkett? He won two. Okay, I mean, this guy's underwater as a record. I mean, and by the way, don't give me. Well, Sills, he played in Detroit. Joe Burrow's in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's in Cincinnati. And he's changed that he's changed that culture around. So I don't want to hear that. Well, Sills, you know, I mean, a quarterback can't change a culture overnight. Why Burrow did. And actually Kyler Murray did too, in a way, Arizona. You know, they they drafted Josh Rosen, right? They knew they made a mistake. They got Murray. They changed the entire franchise around by getting Kyler Murray. He's made the Cardinals better. Okay. Okay, think about it. He's not a Hall of Famer, not yet. His 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 story's not complete yet. He's got more work to do. I think he does. I think he's three and three now, or four and three, maybe, or three and three. I think it is. In the postseason, is he gonna? By the end of the day, will he be top ten, top five in passing yards and touchdowns? Okay. We'll have that conversation then. But right now, man, you know, there's certain guys you go like this. Is this guy a Hall of Famer right now? We were saying Tom Brady was a Hall of Famer 10 years ago. Right? Same thing about Peyton Manning. Aaron Rodgers, too, for that matter. Five, six years ago, we're going, the guy's a Hall of Famer. First ballot. We may have even been saying that about Big Ben. Big Ben, there's no questions, Hall of Famer. Two Super Bowl wins. Never had a losing season in 18 years. I don't know. 
bunch of Pro Bowls. Matthew Stafford's got a long way to go, guys, before we start barking out Hall of Fame for that guy. All right. Let's get into this topic here. You know, in the first hour we threw out, you think free agency or building through the draft is the way to go today. Things change in the league. The way we do things has changed so much in the NFL. Look, you know, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, though, that the Super Bowl did show me. Defense still matters because defense was a complete factor in that Rams win on Sunday against the Bengals. Completely a factor. Aaron Donald chasing him down. Those seven sacks were by far a turning point in the game. Can I tell you when I really thought the turning point was in the game? Hey, guys, tell me if you buy into this. Do you remember when Donald was running to the sidelines and Joe Burrow was running to the sidelines and Donald gave him an extra push out of bounds? It looked a little cheap. I thought it was at first, but he was in bounds and he pushed him out of bounds and the offensive line of the Bengals got a little butthurt over it. And that kind of fired everybody up, I thought, over on the Rams side. And I was like, hey, man, that kind of fired that team up over there. Okay, and I, th- I thought that was a determining factor of what started making the turnaround there because they were down to the Bengals at that particular point. The defense, I thought, carried the day for them. And I thought the Rams got significant contributions. The three stars, get this, the three stars stepped up. Stafford, Cup, and Donald. Okay? Yeah, hey, podcast, I thought it was – after I saw it, it was a legal hit. He was still both feet inbounds, pushed him out of bounds. But see, when a quarterback is getting hit as often as Joe Burrow was getting hit in that game, a little push like that, getting knocked on your head, it's frustrating. Because any and, and Donald knew it. He played a great intimidating game, too. Some of the times that the Bengals had single blocking coverages on him, I was like, what are you thinking about, dog? Okay. I, I mean, I, I just I, – I was like, what are you thinking about? Especially on the last play of the game, man. You slide protect on him? Don't do that, man. You need double coverage on that guy. You can't let 99 beat you. He was the guy you couldn't let beat you, and he beat you on the final play. That was so – you circle certain dudes. Don't let that guy beat us. And they did. Anyway, let's get into this topic here. So building through the draft, listen, I I think you have to lean more towards into free agency, in my opinion. Last two champions have showed you that. They they kneeled into free agency. They upgraded quarterback position. The Buccaneers and Rams upgraded QB and won a Super Bowl. Now, do the Eagles have enough talent to upgrade and win a Super Bowl? Of course you do. Cincinnati. Doesn't have that much better. Watch this. You think Cincinnati has a better roster than the Eagles? Do you think Cincinnati take the quarterback off? I thought the Bengals defense was a surprise in that Super Bowl. Okay. I thought he was wide open. Okay. You tell me. You think that Cincinnati Bengals, if you take Burrow off that team, you think that's a that's a Super Bowl championship caliber roster. I don't think so. Okay? I don't. Exactly what I was thinking if you put Burrow. Jerry, you put 
You put Joe Burrow on the Eagles, Eagles are in the NFC Championship game. East Candom, Eagles O-line's better. Joe Burrow has any. How about this? If Joe Burrow only and that and that Bengals O-line gives up four sacks instead of seven, they probably win the game. They probably win the game. Pressure was the factor, especially in the second half. Okay? Matt Hatter says something here, and I'll show you why that stat's overrated. Matt Hatter says the Bengals have three thousand yard receivers and what did it get them it got their quarterback on his back when you had to play against Raheem Morris knew this too the DC for the Rams he knew this so what and get this after Beckham went out really the Rams had one wide out just so happens he had the most spectacular season in NFL history. But the Rams had to adjust after Beckham got injured and had that MCL injury. They really they were doing it with threes and fours out there after a while, throwing to the backs out of the backfield. Okay? They won that game with one spectacular wideout, a decent running game, and a quarterback that made plays late, and a defense that pressured the QB. Plain and simple. Okay? Plain and simple. All right. Joey B. Dan, will Joe Burrow be the Dan Marino of this generation? Bro, I think he could be the Tom Brady of this generation. This kid's tough as shit, man. Nothing. He changed the culture. You know what, too? Get this, Joe Burrow changed the room in Cincinnati, guys. If you can change the room in Cincinnati, you can change the room on any football team in America. The quarterback play in this offseason has convinced me, and one more time, and this is the last time, I am not going to quantify my takes any longer when it comes to Hurts. People are already saying we're bashing. It's not bashing. I'm doing what the Buccaneers and the Rams did. You know what that is? I'm upgrading. I want a better quarterback than what I have now. What's wrong with that? Don't you want a better house or a better car or a better life? Why wouldn't you want to have a better result? There's nothing wrong saying that. Well, we have a guy we have to wait. I'm not fucking waiting for anything. I don't have to. In the NFL, you either do it or you don't. You don't sit around thinking about this. Watch this. It took big onions for Les Snead and Kevin Demoff, the front office of the Rams, to do this. I'm getting rid of Jared Goff. I don't care about draft choices. I don't give a shit about them. I don't care. We're going to go win games today. You know, we were goofing around with the victory parade. No fans. You need to build a fan base. It was 60-40 Bengals in the building, too, Super Bowl Sunday, and you hosted the home game. What? Worst NFL fans are Rams fans. Rams fans are the worst. Because the city of L.A., now I know this, Los Angeles wasn't screaming for two NFL teams. The NFL wanted to be in L.A. They wanted to be in Hollywood. 
fans don't care. 99% of the games that the Rams have played at SoFi, and last year aside because fans couldn't go into the building because of their idiotic mask rules, they don't go to games. They sell their tickets online to teams coming in from other cities. Okay? It's the worst championship fan base in the NFL. They had better fans in St. Louis. <laughs> you should have put the Raiders there with the Rams. That may have helped it. Chargers and Rams. Okay, great. Chargers and Rams versus Beaches. Beach is free. There's not very many things that are free in California, but the beach is free. I'm not going to be. Do you know that for two people to go to a game, average ticket price was $28,000. Can't go to that Super Bowl anymore. Family of four go to just a regular Rams game. $500 tickets. Do you know they were charging, get this, they were charging $1,000 for parking at the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's right, Joey B. Rams moving to L.A. was an NFL business decision. But you know what they did? They destroyed great fan bases in Oakland, San Diego, and St. Louis. They didn't give a shit. They felt the league would be bigger having its presence instead of Secaucus, New Jersey, where the NFL network was, and having it in Los Angeles, where all the television studios and all the movie studios are. They thought it would be a bigger look. They're, they're probably right. And the values of the two teams have gone up. It was a smart business move. But the fans in L.A. don't give a shit. Philadelphia had a higher television rating. You guys had a 38 share. And the Rams were 12th. Hey, East Candom, 1000 bucks for parking. Who goes to those games? Surely not NFL fans. Joey B., right, destroyed three fan bases. Three fan bases and two AFL fan bases at that. Chargers with the old AFL, Raiders, legendary at the Coliseum. You destroyed those fan bases. For what? Okay, because the league knew it would be better look. All right, let's get to this. There were a lot of conversation, a lot of noise being made. This week coming out of the Super Bowl, because like I said to you, everybody's watched the playoffs. Everybody's watched it. They see it, okay? They totally see it. You need a quarterback. You need a superstar quarterback if you're going to get anywhere. Because you got to have guys make plays. Which one of these quarterbacks that are big-time quarterbacks and veteran superstar quarterbacks best fits the city of Philly? Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, I'll give you my spin first. Deshaun Watson, by the way, his market value is going up as we speak. All those things that people are saying about, you know, the pending cases, it's not mattering. As of Sunday, 13 teams have made inquiries, including the Dolphins, uh, Deshaun Watson, on what the asking price was going to be. Russell Wilson, 
or the new one, Kyler Murray. Let me give you a little bit on something that I heard earlier when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Chris says Aaron Rodgers out of the gate first. By the way, guys, please hit the like button. Let me throw this at you here. I'm hearing John Lynch wants to kick the tires on this potential proposal. Send Jimmy Garoppolo and a first-round draft choice to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. They would clearly want more seconds and thirds. I don't know you're going to give up two ones for Aaron Rodgers, who's not completely sold on playing extended amount of years. He's talking retirement and all this. I would feel uncomfortable putting two first-rounders up for Green Bay and for Rodgers. Okay? Matt Hatter, thank you. Watson or Wilson, Kyle says. So, remember a couple years ago what, what John Lynch did. He kicked the tires on Tom Brady. And then they decided to stick with Garoppolo. Then Jimmy G got hurt again. Backyard Birds podcast. Murray is a bitch boy and Jimmy isn't good enough. Hurts is better than Jimmy. No, he's not. That's not what his record says. And don't give me, well, he's on a good team. When Jimmy's not on that team, 49ers suck. Jimmy Garoppolo's 36 and 16 as a starting quarterback and been to two NFC championship games. People keep telling me he sucks. Where? Is he Russell Wilson? Aaron Rodgers? No, but he's better than what you have. Chris says Kyler Murray will kill it here. Garoppolo's a free agent, my friend. He's in the final year of his contract. Now they could franchise tag him. But I think his, I think it's $28 million or something like that. Uh, I think he's in his final year here. Big Chris, it's not a question mark. Jimmy G's completely outplayed him. Murray's a bum? I don't think so. Here. Which one of these guys would best fit in Philly? Boy, Kyler Murray, man. That's an intriguing conversation. Could he handle the pressure in Philly? Could he handle a city like that? Would the Cardinals trade him in the conference? That's also something. You don't want to see that guy coming back to haunt you. Especially in a conference title game. You don't want to see that. Murray or Hurts, come on, man. They're going to get Florida Gator fan. They're going to give Kyler Murray on this new contract extension that he wants. He's going to make 45 to $50 million. You think Jalen Hurts is going to ever see 45 to $50 million in his life in a contract? Never. He's never going to see that. Absolutely never going to see that. Jimmy G or Wilson, that's it. Lawrence, that may be the market there. See, Rodgers, one, I don't think Green Bay would trade with Philly. Now, if we're talking first round, see, guys, I want to throw this at you here. Stop saying teams won't 
send a guy like Aaron Rodgers to Philly. Stop it. There's very few guys that have that no trade clause like Deshaun Watson has. There's very Aaron Rodgers doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. Okay? The Green Bay Packers could trade him at any moment. There's no, there's no trade clause in his deal. And when you call up a team like Philly, and what is it? Let me hear, let me, let me. And you got picks 15, 16, and 19 in the first round? I don't know. <laughs> you got my, hey, excuse me, what'd you say? Yeah, let's talk about my three first rounders for Russell Wilson. Okay. If you're Pete Carroll, you're doing this. All right. Got to listen. For, for the sanctity of your franchise, have to listen. For doing job, you have to listen. I just got a no trade. I think he does have a no trade in his deal too. Okay. But you go to the, you go to Pete Carroll. We got three ones. Let us meet with Russell privately, and let us make a pitch to him to see if this thing is viable. You know, that's how teams do it. What you do is you put a parameter together on a contract. We'll give you three ones for Russell Wilson. Let us have a conversation to see if this is something that we can all work out here. And Seattle's going to go like this. Absolutely. Three ones, set your franchise up forever. At least the next 10 years. Carroll walks out the door, handing the three number ones to the next coach. Okay, get Russell for five years. Who fucking cares about 10 years? I care about winning a Super Bowl today. Today, I care about it, okay? That's what I care about, today, not tomorrow. I want to hear about five years from now. I don't know what the hell's going on five years from now. He's stu still wearing stupid masks outside. So don't say that. Matt Hatter says they would make Jalen Rager a pro bowler. Bro, you mean a bowler. <laughs> okay. Florida Gator fan, perfect. I'm not going to sit around and wait for Jalen to develop. When what, the Cowboys get better? Somebody jumps up like the Cincinnati Bengals, and before you know it, you're behind. In the How about this? What if Washington lands one of these quarterbacks with their defense. I'll, I'll, I'll make a point to you here. You put Joe Burrow on the Washington commanders. You put him on that team during the NFC championship game. You put Russell Wilson in Washington during the NFC championship game. Then you're the third team in the division. Don't let that happen. Don't let that happen. Okay? Washington, look, the only reason I don't believe in Washington, it's because it's run by a completely incompetent owner. And they're marred in all kinds of scandals and sexual harassment issues there. They're more, they're more like right now in a courtroom having to deal with internal behavior and the only thing keeping that thing afloat is Ron Rivera. But it still shocks me a little bit that they're kind of decent. And the quarterback can make a difference in Washington. 
Jimmy Garoppolo can make a difference in Washington. Washington's got a good defense. They're going to get Chase Young back next year. Okay? They got talent in Washington. They're a quarterback away, too. Jalen Hurts is just better than Tyler Heineke. Think about what we have in the NFC East right now. I want to show you something here. Every quarterback in the NFC East is a backup except for Dak. Every quarterback is a backup on a good team. He's a backup. Daniel Jones, backup. You know Daniel Jones will be the next Mitchell Trubisky. Backing up Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. I could see that. Daniel Jones in Cincinnati, backing up Joe Burrow. Perfect fit. Cheap. Not much expecting. Mitchell Trubisky actually won a division in Chicago. Right? And he actually looks like a pretty good quarterback under um, Sean McDermott up there in Buffalo. Backyard Bird says, Dak is trash too. Hey, make $75 million last year and you get bounced in the opening round of the playoffs. I'm a little bit upset about that. Matt Hatter says, Bryce Young. Dude, Bryce Young, 5'11", 190 pounds. I don't know. I don't know. Okay? Get me? Spencer Radler got beat out by the dude at Oklahoma, Caleb Williams, who's now at USC. I don't know. The kid C.J. Stroud from Ohio State? Really? Another Ohio State guy who will bomb in the NFL. I don't know. Okay? Chris says that could be a glorified backup. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think – I think he's okay. I think you can win ball games with him, just like I do think you can win ball games with Jalen Hurts. But not that game. Not the Sunday game we saw. He's not making plays like Stafford did with four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Not doing that. He He's not hanging in there. Seven sacks, and you're – you lose a Super Bowl by three after leading for three quarters. He's not doing that. Chalk it up, Sports Philly says, any deal Philly makes must include Hurts. Can't keep him in the building. Why chalk it up, Sports? I thought he was a great teammate when he was in Alabama. I thought he was a great teammate. For the record, I didn't think he was a shitty teammate when Wentz was here. I don't know. I get what you're saying. Because what you don't want to have is players in the locker room dividing the locker room. I get it. I get it. All right, guys. Hit the like button, please. You think Tom Brady plays in the upcoming 2022 season? You think he plays? I don't know. I'm going to give you my opinion on it. We'll go back. And by the way, Eagles picks 15, 16, and 19. Want to hit on that? Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. 
What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show, your boy Big Sells. So who's this dude, Mike McDonald, who's the new Dolphin coach? <laughs> All right. But yeah. Uh, but, um, where would he come from? Uh, Minnesota? Is that where he came from? Minnesota? Am I something there? Well, did he come from Minnesota? I forget where he came from. So did you, did you hear the, um, the storyline? So um, on his press conference, Coach, what do you make of uh, Tua Tagovailoa? Oh, God. I have never seen a talent like this guy in my entire fucking life. I mean, he is the best I've ever seen. And it's my job, I'm paraphrasing here, to, like, you know, pull greatness out of him. Dog. Tua Tagovailoa is not the guy. I'll tell you what, Lawrence, that kid Huntley that's in Baltimore is a player. He is a player. I hope he gets an opportunity. When he came in for Lamar, I was like, who is this kid? I had a, I had to put a call into Kyle, um, Kyle uh, up at the uh, University of Utah. And I'm, I'm I'm going, Kyle, does this kid play for you as the top, the best competitor I've ever seen? That kid can play, man. He can play. But just to show you here, this how, you know, this guy, Mike 
McDaniel, if he didn't kiss the owner's ass, even Ross, he's not getting that job. Mike McDaniel's not going to walk in that room and go like this. Yeah, you know, I'm not sold on two. I don't know. You ain't getting that job, kid. Just like Brian Dable's not getting that New York Giants job. He walks in there and goes, Daniel Jones sucks. You're not, the first thing you do is walk in and insult the entire pro personnel department. You know, there's guys' jobs online. So what is McDaniel doing? He's buying his time by looking at everybody in the building and going, okay, we'll take a look at Tua, do my best to bring the best out of him. But there's a year wasted. Tua is not the guy in Miami. The same thing that Jalen Hurts is not the guy in Philadelphia. I'm not going to quantify my conversations any longer about good guy, bad guy talk. Has nothing to do with it. Has nothing to do with it. I don't care about him being a good guy. I care that he wins games. I don't care if he pets puppies and babies in public. I don't care about that. I care he wins games. It's all I care about. Not asking these quarterbacks or these people to date my daughter or to come over to my house for dinner. I'm asking them to win ball games. Get that through your heads, guys. This is not a popularity contest. This is not American Idol. Well, I really like the guy. I want to see him succeed. Who cares? This is a cutthroat business. It's about winning and losing. The two biggest hemorrhoids were in one place for 30 years. Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Nobody cared. 30 years of quarterbacks. You think those guys are the best dudes? One guy sending penis pictures to Jen Sturger, my friend, and the other guy hates everybody on the planet. Just broke up with his chick, too, I see. Again. Aaron Rodgers is not good with relationships, including his own teammates. If he's not good with personal relationships like his family, his girlfriends, his potential fiancés, what would make you think he's going to be good with his teammates? He's not. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah, but he's not a nice guy. Again, I'm kind of pseudo-defending my take. I'm doing it again. I said that, you know, after the Super Bowl, I'm not going to quantify what I think of a player any longer on whether I like him or not, because it has nothing to do with it. Do you want to see certain people succeed over other people? Of course you do. Do I like Steph Curry over... Eh, I'm going to stop this conversation because it's nauseating a little bit here, because I'm going on about something that I despise. I do. I despise it. He's such a great guy. Fuck that. All right. So I tweeted this out. Tom Brady is like sending all these cryptic like tweets out on Twitter. You know, he had a calendar picture of when the game was supposed to be played and Brady showing up to the stadium for the game. And the caption is shit. You, hey, you junior internet psychologist can weigh into whatever you think that meant, but I kind of have my my take on it. Then the other one was after Stafford got hammered and was was like uh, partying over at Drake's place and having a good time. Brady goes, "You better mix the water in," so he's keeping an eye on it. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm pushing away from something and I want to get away from it, 
I'm not going to be engaged in it any longer. See, Brady can't help himself. Brady can't help himself right now. Does Tom Brady play this year or not? I was asked this question last week. Somebody in Los Angeles. And I said, no, he's not going to play. Today, um, okay, today, I'm going to go 70-30 that he still doesn't play. But that 30% is up from zero. I think Brady's going to have a tough time. Okay? Bean says, I want a choir boy. You don't win championships with choir boys, son. That's an old Jimmy Johnson line. You don't win, you don't win championships with choir boys. You don't. <laughs> uh-uh. Well, you know, we have to have people. There you go. See, you're trying to drag me into it. I'm not going there. Hey, 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 Rico. He has another go? Dude, that kid Huntley in Baltimore, keep an eye on him, man. I do dig him, too. I think he's a good-looking prospect. Chris says Brady's having trouble letting go. He is. Oh, my God, guys. Dude, it's, it's your love of your life. Pro football and football itself is your love. I hate to say this to people, but guys, when you play, as long as you play to get to the professional ranks and you've played football for over 25 years of your life and just walking away from the game ain't that easy because it's something you love at times more than your family. You sacrifice your family. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Hey Lawrence, you can't hey, hey hey Lawrence, how can you hate on Brady? Can I can I just put hating on Brady to rest? Ready? Bro, when you grow up in life, don't you want to be Tom Brady? Best looking chick. Seven Super Bowls. Hall of Fame career. Known as the greatest football player of all time. <laughs> He's got a half a billion dollars in the bank. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know You know what I mean? Hey. Hey, Lawrence, come on. <laughs> I got a half a billion dollars. I got you zealous, my wife. I have my Hall of Fame resume, and I'm Tom Brady. I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, Rico. You, you know, I tell people this one all the time, too, bro. Rico, when it comes to, like, letting go of the game, think about this for a minute. Your body breaks down. Let's take Michael Jordan, for instance. The last thing that goes and the last muscle that fades is your heart. Your heart is the last muscle to give out. Your biceps can, your hamstrings can, you know, your feet, your ankles, all of that, they give out on you. But your heart stays in there with the love of the game. Jordan's love of the game. God, that must have been horrible for him. His body's fading, but the drive is still there. Can you imagine having the drive of Jordan or the drive of Brady or the drive of Tiger and your body's breaking down? Imagine being Tiger now with all the things that have surrounded him. 
he can't perform at the Masters because of a car wreck and other back issues and things from the past. He can't. His body's failed him. But his passion to want to win is still there. That's got to be brutal, man. Especially when it's still – because, look, for a little bit with me, bro, when it's in you like that, it, it, it's a, it takes a lot to get out of you. Chris, seven rings. And not forget the other thing, 10 conference championship rings. <laughs> Maybe 11 conference championship rings. Crazy. Yeah, Brady, seven and three, right? So 10 conference championship rings. Tom Brady has seven conference title rings and 10 Super Bowl rings. Or seven Super Bowl rings and 10 conference title rings. <laughs> oh, man. Is that incredibly awesome? That's crazy great. All right. So the word is in now. Carson Wentz. Guys, I bet everybody in Philadelphia is like this. Not shocked. Or are you shocked that it's unraveled like this quick? If you look at the numbers, will somebody do me a favor? little homework here, okay? Will somebody post Carson Wentz's numbers for me? His completion percentage and quarterback rating and yards and touchdowns and interceptions is all I'm looking for. Smile says shocked. So, yards, yards, TDs, INTs, completion percentage, and QBR is all I'm looking for. Give me Carson Wentz's numbers, and let's take a look at those, for instance. Because I said to you, and I said the same thing to Gary Cobb, you can't lose that Jacksonville game. You can't. Team won two games going into that game. You had two consecutive weeks. Okay? You had two consecutive weeks. Um, to get your seat, you get your Colts team in the playoffs. And you couldn't get it done. Okay? So, I mean, you have to win that ball game. You have to win it. And he couldn't do it. And it really put a bad taste in Jim Irsay, the owner's mouth, Chris Ballard, the general manager. So much so, here we go right here, Rico. Thank you, Rico. 62-4 completion percentage, okay? 35-63 and 27 touchdowns. What was the quarterback rating, Rico? If you could find that for me. Matt Hatter, seven. Wait a minute. Carson Wentz had 27 touchdowns and seven picks. 62-4 in completion percentage. And I'm going to say this. If his QBR is 85, what are you going to get that's better out there than that? Look at those numbers. If you look at the numbers there, guys, what what are the Colts going to do? You think Garoppolo is better than that? You think Garoppolo is going to be better than 27 touchdowns and seven picks, 
54-7 QBR, that's terrible. That was his quarterback rating? Wow. Man. See it too, Big Bird. Thank you. Ninth best, my bad. Ninth best QBR in the NFL. Is that right, Big Birds? Backyard Birds podcast says, numbers don't tell the whole story. You're right. Ninth best QBR. He's got 27 touchdowns and seven picks. You think the Colts are going to find anything better than that on the open market? And you surrendered a first-round pick to the Eagles. Man, and you're going to move off of that. Colts got a dilemma here. Because if you look at those numbers, you think Pittsburgh would take Carson Wentz over any of the trash they got in their building? Me too, Lawrence. Me too. Me too. I I, I, I still can't forgive the Jags loss. All right, I got to take a timeout. Please hit the like button. I want to talk about the Eagles picks coming up, okay? A little bit more off of Super Bowl 56. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
bring back Wentz. That's not what I'm saying, ding dong. Mad Hatter, that's not what I'm saying. By the way, it's 94-6. Um, his QBR rating, Carson Wentz. Guy had a great statistical year. He, he did. Okay? He had a great statistical year. Okay? And just think about this, for instance, too. Um, do you know what's his name lasted? Oh, he, two weeks because he did get the bye. Green Bay got the bye. So he lasted two more weeks than um, – two lesser weeks than what Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Rodgers had one of the better statistical years, MVP and all that, right? How about Dak Prescott? Made $75 million. He played one more week more than Carson did. I'm not making excuses here. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Big Chris says Gators blow, dude. Florida Gator fan. Let me just tell you this. I'll give you, hey, real quick here. Before I get it. Here, Gator fans. Gator fan. Let me throw this at you, baby. So we go up to Florida Field, man. See, to me, I call it Ben Hill Griffith. I don't give them the satisfaction of calling it the swamp. See, because when I played against the Gators, Gator fan, we played you guys the opening game of every year, and you know that. You imagine you start your season with the Gators, Gators and Canes. Every year I played at UM, Gators and Canes. Okay? And I'll tell you what, you talk about rivalry. Best ever. Best ever. And when you go up there, here's what you do. This thing's kind of like on a hill, Ben Hill Griffith. Okay? It's kind of like on a little, like, slope. Come down, you go into the stadium in there. And the hottest chicks on the planet. And you got to know something. Here's the bench. The wall's right, right there. They're, like, right on top of you. When you're on the opposing sideline, they're right on top of you. So I turn and look, hot, unbelievably best-looking women. You motherfucker! You suck! You eat dick! Fuck you, you hurricane piece of shit! I'm like, <laughs> I, I turn, I go like, oh, okay. Oh, This chick's got a cut from her side of her head because somebody threw a beer bottle. You motherfucker! I'm going... Wow, that is so hot. <laughs> Stubbs is looking over at me. He goes, man, I'll turn around, man. These people are waiting for you to turn around. Hey, hey, no, no. I did it again. Yeah, I got your ass, you piece of shit. I couldn't. She was bleeding. like, And I just looked at her and I went, man, you're really hot. <laughs> She's bleeding like she was in a wrestling match. Blonde, beautiful. Barking at me, you motherfucker. I'm like, oh, God. Maybe that's why I married my wife. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, hey, Gator fan. I've never seen anything like it. Got to understand I'm from the Northeast, right? So I go down to Florida, man, and they're like, you piece of shit, mother. Yeah, you Dude, all in my ass. You hit Kerwin Bell like that, you mother... Oh, my God. Me and Stubbs, I sacked him twice in that game, too. I sacked him up there at dirt joint twice. I got him I got him almost in the end zone, too, for a safety. I'm doing a dance over him. 
gonna get you after the game. I'm gonna light you on fire. I'm going like. I looked over at uh, Alonzo Highsmith, and I go like this. Are they telling the truth? <laughs> he goes, "What lighting you on fire or get you?" I go both. What do you mean light me on fire? I'm Italian, man. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, man, I was like, "Okay, man. Yeah, all right, whatever." One of the best rivalries of all time. It was some of the funnest thing. I got a game ball up there. Hey, Florida Gator fan. The one in the bag. This is the Gator game. That's my Gator game right there. Here's the Gator game. What's it say? 10 tackles, one sack, three pressures, a fumble. Yeah, that was the Gator game. Jimmy Johnson gave me that. Gave me all them game balls. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bet she still has that scar. Hot as hell, man. Hot as hell. Anyway, all right. So we're going to be diving into this here. Eagles at 15, 16, and 19. East Canada. Oh, no, I did, man. Yeah, no, man. All them footballs back there. Let's see. Oh, wait a minute. Gator fan. Gator fan. You see the football down there where it says Dan Cilio? Galen Hall gave me that. See the one in the middle, Wilson? Galen Hall gave me that. I played for Galen, former Gator coach. And the rest of them were given to me by Jimmy. I never thought about that. A Florida Gator coach gave me two footballs on my case there, and my hurricane coach gave me the rest of them. Told you the Gators suck. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are too much. So we're going to be talking a lot more with this. Get at least one UGA player. They're saying, hey, they're saying that the Eagles are going to look at uh, N'Kobe Dean, linebacker from Georgia. You're able to land him. I think he's going to be a little bit higher, okay? I think he's going to – I think he's a top 10 guy. So I think there's going to be an issue trying to land that guy. I think I think he's top 10. So N'Kobe Dean, the kid Jordan Davis too, I think he's going to be another person that you're going to be reaching for because – Jordan Davis is going to a top 10 guy that's going to be going too. Thank you, Dante. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. A lot of fun back in the day, huh? Man. Yeah. So 15, 16, and 19 will be where the Eagles select. So do you, do you take two of these picks trade up? Do you trade out? Or do you package these picks here at 15, 16, and 19? Okay. Seal's got a mullet. Do I? No, I don't. No, I don't. Are all those balls against the Gators? No, just their chin. Thank you. Good night. 
<laughs> Keep 15 and 16. Trade away your pick. 15 is from Miami. 16 is from Indy. So, all right. Guys, hey, thank you, man. Hey, 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 I appreciate you guys so much. Please hit the like button, man. You guys were awesome. If you missed the first hour, G Cobb stepped in with us. He was there at the Super Bowl for the entire week. <laughs> oh, good, Florida Gator, man. Those were some great days, man. I love that rivalry. One of the lasting memories of my life was playing against you guys. It was really awesome. So, again, share the show, like the show. Thank you, guys. Catch you tomorrow going 4 to 6 Eastern time, and we'll see you on the flip side. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.